Welcome to this week's Greenside Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service. And gardening catalogs begin to show up in early January, and they're going to continue for a few more weeks. Uh, when you look at them, you're going to see that probably each picture looks a little better than the next and promises to be bigger, better than last year. Uh, there may be plenty of phrases or words in those catalogs that just make us want to put that order in today. And you may also find that there are some unfamiliar or perhaps words or perhaps you've seen them before and really just kind of never investigated far enough to find out what all those little initials and letters might mean. So if we look at a vegetable, for example, the vegetable description will often include a number of initials at the end. And these usually signify that the vegetable has been bred with improved disease resistance or at least a tolerance to a particular disease specific to that variety. Um, the tomato might also have several of those initials like VFN, TMV for resistance to diseases like verticillium and fusarium wilt. The, the uh, N stands for nematode resistance, and then the TMV stands for tobacco mosaic virus. And again, those were kind of specific to, the tom to a tomato description, perhaps. There is a term, though, that is pretty uh, uniformly applied for vegetables and uh, flowers alike, and that's the designation F1. This means that that variety is um, a first-generation cross, and it's going to contain the best genes of both the male and female parent plants. So when you purchase or order that F1 hybrid, uh, it's going to be a better performer usually. Um, it also has the option or the probability of providing a much higher or stronger level of yields for you. And because it's that F1, chances are there's going to be more disease resistance or tolerance than either of the parents. So this is why the designation F1 is usually uh, or is very important to us, really. Um, the other designation that flowers and vegetables have that you will find in the catalogs is, is one of AAS. This is the All-America Selection designation. And this is going to let you know that that variety... Um, really has been tested throughout the United States in many locations and has performed to a high set of standards so that you, when you plant it, you know you're going to be rewarded with lots of vegetables, disease resistance, plenty of blooms, new colors of blooms, things that uh, you've really been looking for. Um, so they are tested probably in 12 or more locations around the United States. So again, you're going to be very comfortable uh, knowing that you planted an F1 hybrid or an AAS selection rather that you're going to get a very good plant. One of the areas that uh, sometimes can be um, concerning, if you will, would be uh, right now we have a lot of interest in heirloom, antique or open pollinated vegetables. And uh, what's good about these vegetables, they're going to provide you with a lot of visual character. Uh, the colors can be uh, not your traditional reds, and, they can, and, and they'll be mottled, and they'll have a, a unique um, growth pattern of the fruit itself. Um, and, and we really do like these and, 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 and uh, want to plant them because uh, they provide a, a different flavor than some of our traditional tomatoes. Uh, as I mentioned, they'll have different texture to the meat. Um, 
But the concern is, or the, the challenge is, that if you already have in your in your established garden issues with uh, vegetable diseases, and in particular um, tomato diseases, uh, these heirloom or antique vegetables do not have um, any any amount of really strong disease resistance. So if you're starting in a brand new bed, you should have no issues. If you grow your vegetables in a rather large uh, way, a large scale, you can rotate those susceptible tomatoes around in your garden and uh, do pretty good for a number of, again, a number of years. So you just just be aware of that. Um, for uh, other things out there, F1 hybrids, um, if you like your flocks, you know, the traditional flocks gets powdery mildew. Well, the newer cultivars have powdery mildew resistance and would be a good choice if where you're growing that flocks is it has has been a problem in the past there are some cultural things you could do as well like making sure they're in the full sun and they get the full sun and wind or circulation through them early in the day you could thin out some of the flocks branches or stems and and that would help away uh, help as well but um, you're you're still um, whenever possible trying to find those f1 hybrids and lots of disease resistance uh, already built in uh, there are some other uh, things that you could think about um, if you're shopping for roses, look in the catalog and you want to find out if that that uh, rose that you're shopping for it has either black spot and or powdery mildew resistance. We shouldn't have to go out and spray if there's some way that Mother Nature or the plant breeders have provided that resistance to us. Um, on the fruit tree catalogs, when you get those, um, you know, you're looking for foliar disease resistance. Uh, if it's a fruiting apple tree, for example, you're looking for resistance to apple scab and cedar apple rust. These can be troublesome in that they can both um, uh, kind of deface, if you will, the fruit in the end, by the end of the season, and it's just not as attractive. It's certainly edible, but uh, certainly not as attractive as you'd like. Um, I'd like to say just put a bowl full of apples on the dining room table. Um, and when we think about what we're going to do this year in the vegetable garden or the perennial or annual flower beds or add to the home orchard, um, starting this early really allows you to plan, I won't say better, but in a more uh, aggressive way to rotate crops, as I mentioned, for the vegetable garden or, or uh, uh, make sure that you are buying those disease-resistant varieties, the F1 hybrids, as we've talked about. Um, so you, you can uh, really improve how your garden grows, if you will, um, by picking the plants that have done very, very well uh, in the past in your garden, as well as choosing some new varieties that show all these strong, good characteristics. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Greenside Up, and I'll be back again soon.